Welcome to the mysterious death of Edna Kennard. This is part five. Betty and Alice. Betty stood still and stared at the woman hopping around, swearing and rubbing her ear. Where had she seen it before? The uneasy feeling was getting stronger. Betty, said Alice, what's up with you then? I was only mucking about. Betty? Alice gave her friend a prod in the ribs. Ah, don't do that, said Betty, who reacted instinctively and gripped Alice in a headlock. Alice, do you recognise that woman? Because I have an unpleasant feeling that I do. Gurgled Alice. What? Oh, 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 sorry, dear. The old training kicks in sometimes, said Betty, releasing Alice, who fell lumpily to the floor. Where have we seen her before? Alice replied in a strangulated voice from carpet level. Now, <coughs> that's all right. I'll be fine. Just getting up here. Don't worry about the neck. I think it's only slightly broken. Oh, bloody hell, Betty. What are you doing? Recently, mused Betty, miles away. Oh, oh, a hand here will be good. I'm having a little trouble getting my... Fiona Bruce, said Betty, triumphantly. No, Oh, no, it's definitely not her, said Alice, struggling to her feet, looking dishevelled and hot. She's about seven feet tall. No, 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 I know that, snapped Betty, as Alice took evasive action and ducked. Shall I throw myself on the floor now? Might save some time, she said. The BBC Six O'Clock News. That woman was on it, or her photo was, last week. Oh, come on, Alice, you remember. The kitten saved from the drainpipe day, or, or, or was it when the Prime Minister was attempting to play football, or rugby, or hockey, or talk to young children, who plainly thought this strange person was a very funny clown, who, it turned out, didn't appreciate snot being rubbed into the fabric of their eye-wateringly expensive suit trousers after all. Why do politicians do that? Oh, if only I could remember what she was on it for. Hmm, was it strangling someone in a headlock? Alice asked, feeling to see if all her fingers worked. Hmm, oh, something like that, said Betty. Hang on, I remember. She was on there as the head of some shady family operation that had been behaving jolly naughtily. Jolly, jolly naughtily? Who are you, Enid Blyton? You'll be saying we need lashings of fizzy pop next. Come on, let's go and say hello and meet the old duck. Alice made to move to the front door. (laughs) Said Alice. Her face buried in the carpet. (laughs) Betty had brought Alice down with a flying rugby tackle. Sorry, Alice, had to do it. You can't go out there. Not yet, anyway. I've remembered who she is. (laughs) 
was the <laughs> Oh, sorry, Alice, said Betty, releasing her friend. <laughs> well, what an eventful afternoon, said Alice, staggering up once again and straightening her orange caftan. She checked to see if her jaw was broken. Are you sure you finished throwing me about? The last time I was manhandled so much was when we met that sailor on the day trip to Littlehampton and went to the amusement park. Oh, oh, lovely that was. Oh, he was a great airy thing. Oh, don't remind me, said Betty. Oh, he took me up the Big Dipper, he did. Three times, as I remember. Oh, I couldn't walk straight all day afterwards. Oh, it was nice. Oh, I'm sure it was, said Betty, faintly. Great big hands, he had. Hairy, like he was wearing mink gloves. Yes, yes, very big he was. Alice's voice trailed off, and a smile spread across her face as the memories flooded back. Are you done? said Betty. Oh, very big, said Alice, sighing happily. Right, <clears throat> that's noted. Thank you for sharing that. My life feels enriched, said Betty. Bit sarky, muttered Alice. Betty ignored her. Can we please now try and concentrate on the person who has just appeared outside Mrs. Kennard's in the biggest car in the world with a chauffeur? What's she doing here? What does she want? Betty and a still dishevelled Alice set out to find out. This is the end of part five of The Mysterious Death of Edna Kennard. I'm Kevin Green, reading for the Hot Cocoa Club. Please join us again for another. Thank you. Goodbye.